Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everybody, welcome to the Hot Lap Podcast. Hi, as ever, your host, Lee Stevens. Um, I've got loads of questions and talking points from you on my phone here. Um, I've once again forgotten my glasses, so, you know, we'll obviously have some fun there, won't we? Um, so what have, what have I got for today? Um, there's bits of news, but I've decided not to do the news bits because... There's loads of stuff you've brought up, and um, we've had car reveals, had the Alpine a couple of hours ago, um, and I don't think we spoke about the uh, Mercedes together. That's now that's now been launched. The Ferrari, I think we missed as well. So let's let's look at some of these cars. I've got I've got some pictures up on my, my laptop here as I'm recording this. Um, might as well start with Alpine because it was today. It's fresh in the mind, literally. Like This is maybe like the third time I've looked at this car since it, um, uh, since I, uh, since I it's been launched, sorry. Um, the first thing that strikes me about, this, about it is the fact that the front nose looks a little bit like the Williams, which worries me a little bit. Unbelievably small air intakes on the side pods. Uh, they've gone for that sort of split nose thing where the nose is raised slightly up, trying to work the floor, the work the air going underneath the floor. I take it. Um, it's quite some quite nice sculpting work on the air, uh, like on the bottom end of the side pod. If you look at that that white line, I feel that white line might be hiding stuff. They were making it look like it's sculpted, and it's actually hiding the shape of it. But I'm not sure. Yeah, it seems like there's a skirt underneath that. I don't know if that's by design or um, 
if it's just part of the fucking aesthetic of the car. Um, we're seeing fins everywhere, everywhere. Like there's fins on the top of the side pod, there's fins on the side of it. The side pods, they, they slip off to the back as well. It's, I, I haven't really seen that on any of the other cars quite as extreme as that. It certainly looks... It certainly looks like an... It, it looks like a, a car that will... that feels like it should perform better than the last year's Alpine, you know, with the with the sort of the big shoulders that it had. Um it's lost some of that. It still seems a bit weighty around the um around the air intake area, but I mean I don't want to watch another year of Fernando Alonso doing a McLaren, so let's fucking hope for the best. Um nice livery. I like the livery. They're going to run an all pink car pretty much for the first two races. I take it that's a bit of a like, a, we're fucking, we're sponsoring now, yeah? Yeah, everyone knows, yeah, yeah. So when it goes back to blue, people will still know that BWT, even though BWT is strewn across the car. Um, I'm doing it. I'm just crossing my fingers. I'm, I, the more I look at this car, when I first saw it, I thought, that looks really nice. But all the black as well. I feel if it, if all the black was blue and it was just a blue car with pink highlights, that would be nice. But again, I can't help but feeling that black is there for a reason to, to hide sort of sculpting that's going on around the bottom of the car. But yeah, that's the Alpine. Looks pretty sexy in black and pink, I must say, even though if it does just look like an, uh, a Force India with a fucking blue engine box. But uh, yeah, it's pink it's a pink car it's so i'm excited i'm excited for them i want them to do well but i don't know if they will do well um ferrari ferrari was an interesting one wasn't it i'm still not sure what i make of that car because it uh those side pods man they look weird gary anderson i know Marmite for us Formula One fans, but he pointed out the fact that the front and the car don't sort of marry together and they don't look like they will work well. Um, I'm I'm interested in the fact that because if, if we go for the fact that Mercedes and Red Bull, um, and we don't think the Red Bull is going to look like this because the uh, Alpha Tauri doesn't, so let's just presume for a split second that the Red Bull is going with a similar solution to Mercedes yeah um, so let's yeah let's go let's say that they're gonna uh, they're gonna go with that that solution that leaves Ferrari on its own lit, uh, literally on its own on the grid with this design Going off previous Ferrari caper, I do not believe that Ferrari have got it right and everybody else has got it wrong. It just doesn't doesn't seem to work in my head that. Um, it's interesting. I can't wait to see the cars on the grid. I think that I think we might have one of the most beautiful grids that the um, that we've seen in Formula One for quite some time. The cars look fantastic. The liveries look fantastic. I don't think there's an ugly livery on on the grid. I know people keep going. Where about the hiss? Where about the hiss? It looks good. It's a good looking car. It's clean. I like clean. That's why I like the brawn. Um, 
so yeah, I don't I don't care if it's got the Russian Confederate flag on it. I do find it weird that that's on what you would consider an American team, but the uh, it's good looking car. Um, we'll try and find a picture of the Haas as well because that has sprung out. I forgot. Um, we'll do that next. Should have had this up. Um, but yeah, I. I mean, the, the car itself, when you look at it, nose on, reminds me of the old. Was it Gerhard? Was it Gerhard Berger and Alessi that were in that sort of awful Ferrari with the red, with the black black front wing? I can't remember. But um, I, I don't know. I just don't hold. I don't have faith in Ferrari. I think that's the main thing. I don't have faith that Ferrari can do a good job, and I know that's. It's not what some of you want to hear. But um, they've got previous, man. They've got previous of fucking it. Um, it'll be interesting if they do fuck it again this year because heads will roll. Like, they're really talking this car up. They they are ba- they're going in with, like, championship contender or niche. We need something here. So, you know, I... Um, I, I would be I'd be happy to be I, I don't I don't want them to win a championship I want George Russell to win the championship unless Lando Norris has got the card to do it um but I just don't believe they're gonna surprise me like but maybe that's it maybe maybe it's time that they that they popped a surprise up and maybe that surprise has been coming however on to Mercedes and this is what I think the um uh, the problem for Ferrari is going to be is that Mercedes concept is just a million miles away. Usually, when you get things like this, especially with the top teams, the uh, you usually at least see some similarities in there. But it looks, I think, the new Merc looks really aggressive. It looks aggressive. It looks clean. It's. Uh, I think Gary Anderson. Um, I know I'm going to annoy some of you bringing him up. It's fucking weird. It's like saying, "Yeah, well, Hitler thinks." Um, but he pointed out the fact that nothing about it looks spectacular, but it looks good in all areas, and that's what we've come to expect from Mercedes, isn't it? There's never like a blown diffuser, apart from like the DAS system, which definitely added something. But there's nothing ever like mind-numbingly like what the fuck is that like developed on the car they just build good formula one cars and uh it was great to see george russell there in in his mercedes gear um lewis was talking himself up saying that if you thought he was good in brazil last year you've seen nothing yet he seems really determined ready to get back to racing of course michael massey has been sacked uh i'm not sure how i feel about that if i'm perfectly honest um New isn't always better. Sometimes new can be worse. But I can understand why they had to get rid of him. Um, I mean, I think I think it was best put today with something I was I was listening to or what or reading. I can't remember. And the, whoever it was, I can't, I can't remember the person uh, put forward that um, his position was untenable because he did something that he actually didn't have the powers to do, and for that reason, he had to go. I kind of get it. Well, I definitely get it. 
and you know he he influenced the world championship you know it's you you talk about i think this is the only way if I, if if i was lewis hamilton if i was close to lewis hamilton um the way i would help him get over what happened to him is to say look um all drivers have storied careers and incidents that happen that oh sorry I just did a big yawn. Sorry for those people out there, which is susceptible to yawning. You're probably yawning away with me. Please don't crash your car. I need you to listen next week and for the rest of the season. Um, yes, it's like some drivers have like long story careers, and I feel this is like part of um, Lewis's. You know, it's, we we'll talk about this long until he's a ripe old age. We'll be talking about. Uh, how, yeah, well, he won however many world championships he has by the time he retires. And, uh, but it should have been an extra one. You know, there should have been that extra world championship in the same way as we talk about Damon Hill should be a two-time world champion. Um, But yeah, interesting. Uh, The Haas, let me find pictures of the Haas. Uh, I think like the Haas didn't, or again, didn't look spectacular. Although it, do, it did does seem to have the same sort of uh, side pods as the Ferrari. Although the dip doesn't seem quite as severe as the Ferrari. There's some nice detailing on the rear wing. There's like this little extra rear wing that seems to be there, like a. Uh, I th- and I, I'm I'm sure somebody sort of papped the Red Bull on their track day with these is like underneath the rear wing like a, a, an extra wing um i mean i don't know what that's for what i would be worried about is that we find little bits of bodywork shoved underneath the rear wing if they're trying to clean up the airflow so it's easy to follow the cars then obviously a really good idea for teams to make would be what are these little bits of bodywork which have like a negligible effect on aero for the car that for your car but sabotage the air backwards for people trying to chase you so i mean has if they're thinking people are going to be following them that's a pretty fucking bold statement in my eyes but um yeah new cars look great we're so close now we can fucking taste it in fact i think it's just it's just a good day all around today like for for, uh, for 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 me, like you've got like fucking restrictions and stuff being lifted in the UK. I'm thinking maybe maybe I might be able to get myself to uh, to Silverstone now. That fucking I didn't I didn't think at the beginning of the year that might be an option for me. So I'm pretty excited about all of this. Um, apart from one of my, one of uh, uh, one of the listeners was talking and saying, "Oh, come to." Uh, Come to Silverstone, I'll get you a drink. Like, yeah, okay, internet crazy person that's going to steal my internal organs. Um, let's get to your comments. Um, let me see. Here we go. Definitely should have edited some of this. <coughs> right. Rob Anderson, I'm a tad disappointed with the new Merck livery 
Uh, I like the new Merc, Merc livery. Uh, Ferrari Sidepogs look awesome, in my opinion. The best-looking car on the grid. I still think the McLaren's the best-looking car on the grid. Uh, I think and hope uh, this year is going to be a, a wide open, at least a four-horse race. I would uh, That would do nicely. Glad to hear Lewis's words. He's, go he's going into goat mode. Um it's it's odd, you know. Like it, Lewis is such so up and down, isn't he? Like the sometimes, like you get this, like uh, he goes into and still I rise mode, and you get Brazil. Uh, was it Brazil? Brazil? He did the mad race, I think it was. You get um, like just insane performances out of him, um, and then other times he sort of drops his head. I don't think. I don't know. It's, George Russell is the worst teammate for him to have at this present moment in time. Um, he's got to sort of rebuild himself. But Mercedes also, they can't favour Hamilton. Like, they people are going to say, people have said to me, he's like, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's just dead obvious, isn't it? Like, George will have to be the number two to Lewis until uh, until Lewis retires. And I don't see it because... If you're Mercedes, do you risk demoralizing Lewis Hamilton? Let's not forget that's what Felipe Massa thought about Michael Schumacher. And look what happened to Massa. They have put eggs in the George Russell basket, you know, essentially setting fire to um, Esteban Ocon to, to keep George in a seat. And then to put him into the Mercedes, you know, they they gave Ocon away. They gave him to Alpine because they have such faith in George Russell. So they can't they can't they can't favor Lewis over George because, for all we know, you know, it's uh, it seems that the I know I know Lewis said uh, he didn't say he was going to leave, but that's not saying I wasn't going to leave. In my eyes, that says more that he was genuinely thinking about not driving this year. So if you're Mercedes and you're thinking, hmm, I know you're committed to because you're a fucking winning machine, but you can't look past the fact that he could have Rosberg'd them this year, apart from the fact it would have been much more damaging for the team if Lewis Hamilton had decided to leave than it was when Rosberg decided to leave. So uh, isn't that amazing that Valtteri Bottas has been in Mercedes the same amount of time that Rosberg has been out of Formula 1. Because it feels like Rosberg was out for ages. Shows how long Bottas got to be mediocre in the best car on the grid. Crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know about the goat mode thing. I think... Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting what happens to Lewis, and I think it's going to be it's going to be really interesting if he gets beaten purely on pace, not like a one-off, you know. And if he's got George sort of snapping at his heels and stuff like that, you know. And there was don't get me wrong, there was there was days at McLaren, and there was days with Rosberg, where Rosberg had it over him, or Button on his day would have it over him, but I feel that. George Russell is a different animal to both those drivers. I, more, more akin to Jensen Button, to be perfectly honest, but than uh, Nico Rosberg, because I think Jensen Button was a better driver than Nico Rosberg. Um, but I think George Russell has the potential to be much better than J Jensen Button, even like once in a generation talent in my eyes. 
Um, Carford, F1 back down, uh, uh, back down in the, F1 back down in sprint races. Yeah, uh, shows nothing has changed, and the team still have control. Imagine this in football. Nah, it wouldn't happen. Uh, also, quality rules seem daft. I think uh, the F1 rule makers uh, have been on the source. Right, qualifying rules for you guys out there that might be confused, like I was, and like. Um, uh, hence my fucking rage on the last Three Legs, Four Wheels podcast. Um, Friday does not dictate pole position for the Sunday. Friday still dictates pole position for Saturday sprint race. But in the history books, pole position is the start from the sprint race. And you, if you win the sprint race, that doesn't count as getting pole. Right, so... Barring a couple last year, the rules are fixed as far as statistics go. Uh, I don't mind that. I think it's fine. I really enjoy the sprint race. I think the sprint race weekends felt special. They felt exciting. They felt like anything could could happen, and it usually does. Um, and every every race, something mental happened. Maybe not in the sprint race, but the the feature race. It's ever, the things that happened in the feature race all stemmed from crazy from, from what happened in the sprint race so I'm I'm more than happy to have it back should be more races I like the new point system as far as the sprint race goes uh, Martin oh sorry no Brian got first how many times will stroll stand uh, with his countryman How many times will Stroll stand with his countrymen and just park it this year? I'm confused. I don't understand that. How many times will Stroll stand with his... Or I take it with, it says W, with his countrymen and just park it last year? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm not sure what you want me to say. Um, uh, why is Herbie, Herbie Blash there? I don't know who you're talking about. Um, he's late, in his late 70s, semi-retired. Uh, could it be... Messi was off with the oh sorry um is is one of the race directors I don't know I mean experience is there I don't I don't think age is an issue we're not asking people to run um it would make sense if FIA didn't announce a role for Me uh, Messi yet probably uh, possibly all last minute and Herbie is just helping out temporarily um Messi will just be folded off into the FIA somewhere you know it's just like you shouldn't be executed because you have a bad day at work. You know, it's even though like maybe maybe if I get a run in the door 
at work. Um, it's not quite as important as losing arguably the greatest driver of all time, a world championship. But still, you have bad days at work. Everybody does. It's just it. the importance lies on it is where... Um, the the importance lies on is what your job is rather than what the person is. So I'm sure you'll get folded back in. I'm not I'm not into this. I'm not into cancel culture, as most of you guys know. So he made a fucking mistake. He's dealt with it. You know, he's been punished. He's lost the position he was in. I don't want to see him raked over the coals anymore. Uh, Carl Ford, point system uh, for shortened races is epic. Clear as mud. The problem was never the points allocation. Um... The issue was, uh, was one lap does not make a race. Yeah, I mean, they had this point system in place, didn't they, for like a quarter of race distance or something. So it makes sense to adjust it slightly. But yeah, that the Belgium was a farce, wasn't it? Uh, Lisa Bowden. Uh, Lee, well, thanks for saying my name. Uh, why has Alex Albon still got Red Bull on his helmet? I thought he'd cut all ties with them uh, for the uh, for his Williams seat. No, um, it was Mercedes that had the issue with him uh, joining Williams, not the other way around. He's still a Red Bull driver. I think that's why there's only a one-year deal. And I would not be surprised if Albon ended up back in a Red Bull next year to sort of replace Sergio Perez because he's got bags of talent him. It just didn't work for him. It didn't work out for him at that time in that car. Um, I expect if Williams can be competitive in any way, shape or form, I expect to see almost George Russell-esque uh, appearances from Albon at times. Uh, Cammy Hutton... Would there be any uh, anything you would do to the Constructors' Championship? Would having the highest finishing drivers' points count towards the title make it any better? Personally, I think the Constructors' Championship is fucking worthless. Uh, Red Bull proved it was worthless because they had no intention of winning it. They just wanted to win the Drivers' Championship. Nobody cares that Mercedes is Constructors' Championship uh, champions. Um, I'm not even sure what sort of sway it can. People say, oh, well, that's what the teams are in it for. But realistically, the teams are in it for um, for glory. And there's no glory from the fucking... Uh, well, glory for advertising, I should say. But there's no glory for that. You know, it's, you want the number one on your car or you want to have, be able to say, like, this is the world champion. He drives our car. So MotoGP don't have a Constructors World Championship. Yeah? So personally... I'd do away with it and the fucking F1 historians would fucking kill me. But yeah, that's that's what I'd do with the Constructors World Championship because nobody really cares about it. I'm sure there's like a couple of years. I bet none of you listening really care about the Constructors. Really. I mean, even when we do the race rundowns, we only skim through the Constructors, don't we? Um, Donald McGorn. I said that right. I, I In my head, I thought I was going to stumble over that. Should F1 really be going to Russia at this point? Seems like a good excuse never to go back to Sochi. Um, I think as far as going to countries Formula 1 shouldn't go to, the ship has fucking sailed on that one. You know, where we're going to... We go to some very questionable places because there's lots of money there. Um, so, ugh, I'm not... 
I'm not going. I'm not going to get on some sort of big preachy high horse about global politics because I'm just not fucking clever enough. If I'm perfectly honest, so uh, yeah, if, I think if we were going to be worried about um, about that, we'd probably be uh, um, we would probably be doing something else about some of the other places. But who knows? Who's the goodies anyway? Who's the goodies anymore? Apart from you know. The Nordic sort of side seems pretty good. Anyway, the uh, is Ferrari any any good or not? That's the slow pit stop. I don't fucking know, mate. Let's wait till we see it hit the track. Um, Insta smack. We uh, I also have some fucking chatter from you people. Told you, just hit me up. Like sometimes it's like when there's. There's nothing to talk about. This is why I only skim through the cars. But sometimes I'm like sitting here reading articles before I do this going, oh, I've got nothing to say on the podcast. And then other times, like, you know, you've left me like two questions. And then sometimes you're thinking, well, I could probably just get a whole show out of just answering your questions. So that's what we're doing. Um, Senior Rob, a dretty global makes it into the mix. Uh I'm praying that this season that uh, there's more competition, three to five teams contention for the championship. I think that might be a bit much, but I think we might get three. Um, and ev- uh, everyone else in the tightest midfield season ever. I think we're going to see the tightest midfield ever. I think we might see three che- three teams for a championship. I st- I think McLaren are in it this year. Like I really do. Genuinely think, um, looking at the cars, uh, think that McLaren have... A, uh, they have such a similar car to Mercedes. I realise it's not just like top surface stuff. But uh, the other thing is, I think it was uh, James Key was t- in an interview, he was talking about development through the season, how important it would be. And he was saying that he believed McLaren had the advantage over Mercedes as far as development went went season-wise because of his experience with Toro Rosso He's, and having to do a little with a lot. And he said, look, I, I know this budget cap stuff. We've been, we were working on a budget cap back then. Mercedes have just got had to sort of cap themselves. They're not used to this. So uh, I, I think McLaren are in the mix this year. And uh, imagine that. Imagine uh, for British motorsport fans, a championship between Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, and George Russell. Fuck my tiny little eyes. Um, which is fucking, sorry, that's a lie. Got massive eyes, like big old camels. Um, fuck, I just turned myself on thinking about my own eyes. Jeff Neen, um, which car uh, so far has piqued your interest the most? The McLaren, McLaren, it looks the nicest and it looks fast. It looks like it's got all the bits on it. Um, outside of what I, what I'm really, really interested in, which is McLaren, it's the side pods on the Ferrari, and if they have found magic sauce in the side pods that nobody else has. Um, when was the the time you got the closest to being a full kit wanker? Um, I don't think I've ever been a full kit wanker, you know. Oh, sorry. Well, kind of, maybe not. Um, fanatic, maybe more than full kit wanker, but I definitely sat there when I was... 16 watching Damon Hill in the 15 sorry I 14 maybe I was 14 uh watching Damon Hill in the Williams in 1996 
Um, and my dad and I both had Damon Hill hats. We both had Damon Hill t-shirts. And that wasn't enough for us. So we would put the Damon Hill flags up on Sunday in the living room where we watched the race. We were we were pretty in on Hill. Like we were we were team Hill. If there was a team DH, we were team DH then. So yeah, that's probably the closest I've come to being a full kit wanker. Uh also on the oh, we've got another one here, so I might get a chance to talk about it, but I forgot before. Uh Chris D F oh four uh, would Andretti be a takeover of a team like Haas, or would it be a new entry? We would, uh, would uh, we would have eleven teams. People have mentioned the FIA opposed the reasons um, for being diluted prize money. Um, I believe if the Andretti name wants to come into Formula One, the FIA should do whatever the fuck it takes to get them in. Um, they want to come in as a single entry, I believe. The FIA have knocked it back and said they're not considering any teams right now. Now, the interesting thing is they've already tried to buy their way into Formula 1. They tried to buy, which team was it? Salba. They tried to buy Salba to get themselves in. They are coming into Formula 1 with a team. They want to be in. Um, Would it be a... if, If there is any people out there that have the resources to... Put a team together to enter Formula One in 2026. Was that was 2024? 2024. Um, the Andre. I what I bet you'd find is I bet you'd find that they would say 2024, and then that because of litigation right now will end up being will end up slipping to 2025, maybe 2026 because that's when the new engines is the new engines things happening. Then I can't remember. Um, but. They seem determined, so a buyout is not off the cards. I think Haas will be for sale next year. Uh, if the Mazepins don't buy it, that would be ideal for um, for Andretti. There's already an American connection in there. Selba, Selba looked like it was going to happen for so so long. Maybe maybe that deal might spark back up again. Maybe Renault sell Alpine again, and that would be. That's not beyond the realms of possibility if they don't do something this year. But yeah, I I, I was quite excited. I was excited when we thought uh, Andretti was going to buy Salba and to get the Andretti name on a Formula 1 grid. Good thing. Uh, Senior Rob, Andretti uh, Global makes it into the mix. Uh, I'm pray. You fucking posted that twice, you twat, Senior Rob. Yeah, you heard me. I called you a twat. He t- he posted that first, and then posted it last, just to screw me over. How fucking delightful! Uh, so that's our podcast. Uh, there is no three legs, four wheels this this week. So if you look through your app, sorry about that. I think there's some there's some something's happened with Paul. I'm not sure. Um, I will have to look at it. I've just got a message because we should be recording that anytime soon. But. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, as always, I'm at a total shunt on all of the social medias, pretty much. If you want to help me make podcasts like this one, uh, you can go over to the Musi um, Audio, um, yeah, Musi Audio patron, sign up to one of the tiers, 
uh, as I've said, uh, on Musty Audio you'll hear, like, and this you'll hear like adverts at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I don't make a lot from that. It's, they're there because essentially, eventually you get some money out of them. Uh, I can break it down dead easy. Like the Musty Audio, for instance, over the past X amount of years and 40 or of 40... I can't remember how many thousand downloads it was now. Lots of downloads. It must be nearly 50,000 downloads on that, this particular one. It was a Musty Audio, it must be kicking on for about 200,000 downloads now. Uh, but I moved servers, so it's changed. But for those 50,000 downloads that I've had since I've been with this company, I've just got recognition that I will be getting 54 English pounds in ad revenue. So the ads, I'm glad you listened to them. And eventually it's nice when you get some money in. And the idea being that they're there because if we keep growing the podcast, more and more people will listen to it. So eventually that 50 will become 100 and then that 100 will become 1,000 and then that 1,000 will become 100,000 and I will be snapped up by uh, Spotify by Joe Rogan and I will never look back. But um, you, so basically what I'm trying to say is that you're patronage keeps me making podcasts because I, I simply like I, I couldn't really do it you know it's everyone's tight at the minute as far as money goes and uh, I couldn't justify the time and the extra expenditure that goes into making podcasts if it wasn't at least make breaking even I enjoy doing it so I don't even mind if it's not making a profit I would like it to make a profit of course I would every anyone that spends if you just look at my podcasting in general, um, it's 15, what? 15 hours a week, probably. That's actually doing it. That's not including editing and uploading. So, um, yeah, anyone that does that sort of a volume of stuff um, would probably would like it to make money in the end. But I enjoy doing it. So if it doesn't, I just want it to make its, its own money. So, yeah, if you want to go over to Patreon, sign up as the patron. You'll find the link in my link tree on any of the socials that I'm on. So if you if you follow me on Twitter, just hop over to Twitter, check the uh, link tree, and that'll take you to the patron. Sign up to that. Give me £2 a week. It's fucking coffee. It's not even a coffee now, is it? Fuck. Um, yeah, so do that. Sorry, I've just been fucking shilling at you for... A good five minutes, you know it's not me, and I don't like doing these things or sort of things. If there's anything I'm terrible at, it's self-promotion. What I would now like you to do is uh, go and give this five stars and a good rating because I've noticed if you type Formula One in, all these other Formula One podcasts are there. Some of them nowhere near as good as I am at doing this, and I'm fucking definitely not as... Oh, the words have escaped me. Oh, definitely not as humble. Um... So, my podcast is like under-spirituality podcasts if you look for F1. And that's all because of um, reviews. So, if all of you, every single one of you, and there are hundreds of you, hundreds of you, if you all leave a, view, a review this week, you will see this podcast like at the top of your feeds. There's that many people. So I need the reviews to get this podcast out to more of you. 
Anyway, especially before the season starts, go all of you go leave a review. And before March, we can get this podcast right in the fucking, right in the crosshairs of people looking for Formula One content. They'll surprise them. They'll expect someone like the fucking race or something like that, or someone like Dead Professional. And all of a sudden, you've got like your drunken uncle talking to you like he talks to you in the pub about Formula One. Everybody wants that. Um, I'll see you later. You look fucking lovely. Go leave me a review. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.